name is Ben. And I'm Jake. And we are so glad to have you join us tonight as we walk through the weirdness of our wonderful world. Now, sit back, get comfortable, and relax. And welcome to the Paranatural Podcast. How you doing today, Jakey boy? Oh, that was beautiful. And oh, hey. How are you? Yeah, we're doing good. We're doing good. We're doing good. How's the weather in Virginia? Much better than Michigan. Yeah, obviously. Uh, if we ever release the video, you can see out behind my shoulder. It's snowing like a son of a bitch right now. <laughs> and uh, I mean, that's just not fun for anybody. Unless you're one of those weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> they can't be trusted. Now. I drove the last episode, so today, Jacob, it's your turn, but before we do, we have a promise to keep. We actually had someone join our Facebook group. So, like I said, we would give that individual a shout-out. Well, we had a few, but uh, they don't count because <laughs> two of them are family, and so... Our first join the Facebook group shout out goes to Mr. Jason Jeff Coat. Jason's glad to have you. Appreciate you oh, following you. the show. Uh, really hope you enjoy it, bud. Tell your friends, get more people in there. We will shout them out too. So that takes care of that. Jacob, what do you got for us tonight? I got something extremely wonderful. I'm very familiar with it. Grew up in northern Michigan and it's it's all people hear about up there. It's called Michigan Dog Man. Yeah, that got one. the dog man. <laughs> dog great. man, man. He's his own best friend. <laughs> all right. So before we get going, I'm going to go a little bit on the legend. Um, there's a song about it. Um, WTCM. If you ever had the chance to look it up it's awfully spooky great song for halloween but it goes through false encounters just to set the mood right and uh we're not going to be going through those today i'll let you listen to the song yourself but we're going to go through real encounters quote unquote and uh, we'll see what you guys think. Real encounters so, with the not so good boy. All right, <laughs> let's go. Need to go, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where we're going to start the story is 1887, Wexford County, where I'm from. Um, two lumberjacks see a creature they described with a man's body and a dog's head. And as that story goes, uh, the they started seeing or having sightings through the Upper Peninsula into the Lower Wexford County is pretty close to the Upper Peninsula, but there's some wiggle room. Um, so locals around that time 1887 found large dog tracks and they were around several deceased horses that allegedly died of fright which is mentioned in the song but different story 
Um, then we're going to jump to 1937. And most of these stories are going to end with the year seven. It's 10 year intervals. Uh, this one goes to Paris, Michigan. A man was attacked by five dogs. One of them walked upright and allegedly gave commands to the other four. Not today, Satan. Not today. <laughs> Wait, I don't like upright walking canids. That's creepy. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. And as the legend goes, it has to stand around seven foot four. Right around seven foot. That's a big puppy. That is a huge dog. For like Great Danes are only like a little over six when they stand on their back legs, I think. Yeah, yeah so this is a massive pooch. Um, 1937, 17-year-old Robert Fortney claimed that he was standing by the Muskegon River. He was confronted by a massive black dog. Though he didn't report his encounter until 49 years later, he swore the beast reared up on its hind legs and stared him down with piercing blue eyes. So that one like went from four to two. That's what that story says. What was that? That one went from four legs up to two. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Robert Fortney, he was scared, understandably so. He fired his gun at the creature, which quickly fled. While reporting the incident, he stated, it may have been that I was just scared, but I swear the dog was smiling at me. That, so I do know a little bit about dog man lore. And I don't know if you got any of this in the stories you're going to talk about today, but in a lot of them, the dog man smiles at you when you're scared. So, yeah. That's another one that's in the song. Yep, it is. And it's effing creepy. <laughs> it's so creepy. Oh, yeah. I didn't even cuss. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, so now we're, we're going to go to uh, the 1950s. There was similar reports in Allegan County. And in Manistee County in 1967, people with the same kind of report, but slight differences. Couldn't get too much information on that, just that they happened. So now we're going to go to my birth year, 1993. A girl from Reed City decided to sneak a cigarette, and she's only 13, so bad on her don't smoke it's bad for your house kids <laughs> yeah especially at 13 but she went to sneak a cigarette behind her family's home when she got the scare of her life she claimed that a glint of light was coming from an old abandoned barn and it got her attention so she followed the light and it dawned on her that there was something there standing nearly seven foot tall a creature with the head of a dog was staring right back at her Seeing this, she ran away terrified. Later, her neighbor confirmed that they saw the creature in the barn and described it as a buffalo-sized black dog. A buffalo-sized black dog. Yes. Uh, that's terrifying. 
Oh yeah. Buffaloes are effing huge. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, fucking huge. Yeah. So I think this puts the werewolves in the movies to shame. Yeah, for sure. They don't weigh no 2000 pounds. No dog man whip a werewolf's ass. No problem. Quick off subject here, but when I went to Yellowstone when I was younger, a uh, park ranger told me that buffaloes can jump six to eight feet standing still. It, that is ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, like With their size. That is a whole lot of meat just jumping up in the air. Yeah, yeah, it's like my fat ass can't even get six to eight inches off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got to jump horizontal. (laughs) Right. All right. So now we're going to go to 1986 near Manistee, Michigan. I was a year old. I was not thought of yet. (laughs) Wasn't even a glint in my my papa's testicle yet. But this man was Ray Greenway. He was driving home from Manistee Army Recruiting Station. Late at night, he noticed something in the darkened field next to him. His headlights were reflecting off of something that appeared to be eyes, but they were much too high off the ground to be a deer. Suddenly, the unidentifiable creature began running towards him and made an incredible leap. Like enough of a leap to clear the road. That's a pretty good jump. (laughs) It is. It is. And uh, where am I? Okay. Yep. It cleared a two lane road without an issue. The quote goes There is no animal that it could have been. I know for sure it wasn't a deer. He went on to describe its yellow eyes and went back to the unreal leaping ability. He says, I do remember I saw both eyes as if it was staring at me the whole time and the leaping ability. I will never forget. Yeah, even a deer at like a dead sprint. I think I think they could clear the road. But like, they're not going to be looking at you when they do it. Like, this is Michigan. I've seen tons of fucking deer. I, I'm trying to think if I've ever actually seen one clear the road. I know it's close. I know antelope can clear roads, but... Right, right, right. But in Michigan, the only thing you got is deer. Yeah. Like, they're the only thing that I could think of that could even come close to clearing a road. And we, and know, we know what deer look like. Yeah. Like and They don't stand on hind legs. No, not even close. Well, they do. I've seen them, like, eat apples out of the tree on hind legs. But they don't oh. walk like that. They don't like fucking. Yeah, like we just know what deer are, right? Like I don't know a Michigan person that could confuse a fucking deer for anything else. Well, it's like a mother hearing the cry of their baby. They always know it's theirs. Yeah, somehow. yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty good. That's a special talent. Yeah, and uh, lost my train of thought. Derailed. <laughs> we should just call this the derailed podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll make it about trains. 
But in this report, he couldn't get over the fact that the eyes were so far off the ground that it was, there was no way it could have been a deer. Well, then, like I said, uh, deer, when they're running, you know, they do like normal animals do. And they actually look where the fuck they're going. <laughs> uh, they don't look at you. That's why they run right out in front of your car, because they have no idea you're even there, bud. And another good point to make is we have bears in Michigan, but when they cross the road, they just dart across. They don't jump. They just barrel across the road. Yeah, I don't. I don't know of many incidences of bears actually jumping. I'm sure they can, <laughs> but they they don't. They're not leapers, exactly. No, no, they they know they're the biggest thing in nature, so they just run full force. And even then, our bear are not that big. Nope. Like they're roughly human sized bear. They're like 250 pound, 300 pound bear. So my next witness is in 2001, not 2007, surprisingly, but a witness claims that a creature best described as a werewolf was stalking up the hill behind her house. (laughs) Poppy <laughs> in late fall, which all these stories are late fall, early winter. Yeah, I wonder why that is though. Halloween, baby. Halloween, baby. That's when all the spooky stuff happens. It's when the veil thins. <laughs> you need to make a new podcast. Eh? That's a creepy voice. <laughs> And you got the laugh to go along with it. So this thing best described as a werewolf. Um, they said, my stepdaughter and I were looking out the French doors to see a creature black in color, like a bear with haunches and the head of a wolf. Though this was the only visual in Cass County, Michigan, residents say they can hear splashing of a large animal in the swamp and sometimes they hear shrieking according to them quote it has the screaming of, of an infant loud and hysterical oh that's kind of creepy yeah however um, we do have other animals in michigan so that like some of these reports like that one you know you say the haunches of a bear and the head of a wolf Eh, maybe just a bear then. Yeah, but like, eh, I mean, a dog head is pretty. Yeah, pretty dis- they didn't. Did he explain why I had the head of a dog though? Like, did he see the big pointy ears or anything like that? Because that's, I don't know if he did or not. Like, but the cry of a child. We do have bobcats in the state that make foxes. noises like that. We have foxes that make noises like that. We have mountain lions that make noises like that. So we're going to give this particular encounter, I'm going to give it like a four out of 10. Mm. You might give it a four out of 10. I'll give it a two out of five. <laughs> <laughs> People that can do math thought that was funny. I hope so. <laughs> thinking. Now, 
we're going to go to a pretty famous one. It's called the Dogman OnStar incident. So this happened in 2006 in Troy, Michigan. A man driving suddenly sees what he describes as a big, great big dog that was standing up. He instinctively swerves to miss the creature on the road and ended up running off the road and flipping his vehicle. The OnStar recording of this conversation spread across the internet and quite a few people know about it. I only heard about it today. See, I've actually heard that recording. I heard it a long time ago and I was going to get the audio and stuff to play here on the show, but it's like three and a half minutes long and it's it not mo- most of it doesn't actually deal with the actual sighting or anything like this, but you can look it up on YouTube. It's the OnStar Dogman incident. Now, just a point of fact, the guy who had this incident did get arrested for drunk driving that night. So I'm sure a lot of people will use that to say, oh, he was drunk. He didn't say shit. Well, I'm going to ask you a question, listeners. Anybody who wants to say he was drunk, he was just hallucinating. Y'all, I've been pretty goddamn drunk. I have been speaking in cursive and the room was spinning upside down fucking drunk. And I have never hallucinated a bipedal canid in my (laughs) inebriation. Okay, so I may have hallucinated that I could fight better than I could. I may have hallucinated that I could drive better than I really could. But I have never, ever hallucinated a seven foot tall bipedal grinning canid in my inebriation. So. Well, <clears throat> the phone call to the OnStar worker, it was pretty freaky. It is freaky. It really is. The worker is asking all the normal questions, what happened, all that, and then asks what type of animal ran in front of him. To which the driver says, I don't know what the hell it was. It was like a great big dog standing up. And in the audio, it's the OnStar worker asked if it could have been a bear. The driver starts saying maybe when you hear the audio picking up like growling and a bark and uh, sounds like a big dog. And then you hear him screaming and the audio cuts off. From there on, the workers still asking if they're there and if they're okay. Yeah, it is creepy AF. And what I'll do is after we're done recording and we upload the episode, I will drop it into the Facebook group. So if you want to hear it and you want your name shouted out on the show, like Mr. Jason Jeffcoat had, then get in there. See the group. I'll post the video. It, it really is pretty freaky. I was impressed with it. It creeped me out. <laughs> Even if it's fake, it's well done. We should also uh, put the Dogman song on the Facebook. Oh, group. yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Listen to it at night with the lights off. Get, get the full effect. Okay, now we're going to go to 2009. Rhonda 
from Three Lakes is driving on US 41M. And this is during the day, which is different than all the rest. She sees a beast, quote, run across the highway. She said, we were very puzzled and thought it might be a mutant wolf, but could not figure out what we witnessed. She went on to say the beast ran fairly fast, about 50 feet in front of our truck. It was so strange because the front of it was much higher up than the back, much larger than a wolf. She claimed she never heard of the dog man until after this encounter. And after reading descriptions and stories all over the internet, she was able to confirm for herself that the creature she encountered was the dog man or a dog man. A dog man. There think, could be more. I think that's a, an important distinction to make, which I'll wait till you're done to talk about. But there are different, some very different descriptions that people throw into the dog man category. Now, one thing that she did say that's really kind of fascinating. So she said that the ass end was lower than the front end. If If you have a dog, look at your dog. They're pretty much straight across the back. Mm-hmm. wolves are the same way and even when they're running like yeah they squat down a little bit when they take off or whatever but they're still pretty well even across the back so that that's you know and we do have wolves in the state i, I just want to mention that there but we do. we they they are they are here um i've never seen one they're mostly like up north in like one area um but they're not like huge wolves you know they're not like the arctic freaking timber wolves or whatever that are fucking massive huge we have coyotes all over the effing place but those are babies compared to yeah coyotes are freaking tiny guys they're like what 30 40 pounds 60 if you get a like, massive. if you get a huge one yeah, no. but they're the size of a chocolate lab at right. big. So now, when you say you see something way bigger than that, you kind of got to ask, what is it? Yeah. And that's why we're here to try to make sense of stuff. I don't know if we're making sense of shit, but we tell some cool stories. Well, just for fun, I'm going to tell you. A little story of my own. My friend and I were going to check my traps in 2007. So the year's right. And late fall, just got back from a football game, my brother's football game. And like I said, we were checking my live traps at night, which kind of stupid, but what else do teenagers do? When we're walking. This is property in Wexford County where a lot of these stories take place. Um, we were walking back to the to a junkyard where I lived. Not in the junkyard, but about a mile behind my house. And there's a tree line, pine trees. You can clearly see 
that where the trees were because there is a lot of snow on the ground. And we brought a pocket knife and a BB gun. Not the smartest things and a flashlight. <laughs> but, you know, teenagers, you're stupid. So we're walking and you can hear coyotes and stuff. And after a little while, we noticed it got way too quiet. There was no sound of any animals, nothing. It was eerily quiet. And suddenly, I hear this big-ass branch break. So my friend, he's a bit of a chicken shit. So he's, shine the light over there, shine it over there. I know, I know. So I shine it over there. And I see some eyes that were probably three foot off the ground, maybe three and a half. I was thinking that's that's a big coyote. But it had the brightest reflective eyes I have ever seen. And I'm standing there kind of dumbfounded, waiting to see if I should run or try to scare it away. And it's still really quiet other than that branch breaking. There was no noise and you can kind of see it moving slowly towards us away from the tree line. So it's probably 10 feet in front of the tree line at this point. And it raises up to well over my head. It was probably 20 yards away from me. So just for the record, Jacob is six foot four. That's true. So to say that it was over your head, that's a tall son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And you could clearly see that it was over my head. So. When it lifted up, it stood up and my heart just sank. Look. I knew it wasn't a bear. Bears make a lot of noise. They put off a rotten smell because mostly what they eat around there is garbage. You can smell them for miles away. And uh, I look back to see what I should do. And my friend's already halfway back to my house. (laughs) I can't say I blame him there. He had the BB gun. That if I if I was only armed with a BB gun, I don't I don't really care if, even if it was just a coyote, I probably would have backed the hell out of there. Not today, Satan. So. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, most good friends would be like, "Hey, I'm gonna run." Nudge, nudge. <laughs> Wait, what do you expect? Come on, buddy, get out of here. Look. Rule number one, you don't have to outrun the bear. You just have to outrun whoever you're with. Well, from my bravery speaking, I have never caught up to someone so fast. (laughs) Um, Took off like bad out of hell. Terrified to look out of the windows the whole night because in the Dogman song, it says a van load of hippies. Heard tapping at the window, and when they looked out, it was a dog man looking in and grinning. So 
I was terrified to look out the window and see a big dog smiling at me. Yeah, I would be too. So we went out there in the morning and wanted to see if we could see any footprints, which we found dog tracks. I got pretty big hands. These were almost the same size as my hands, which is huge. As far as science is concerned, there is not a canine that leaves a footprint that fucking big. Yeah. And on my mom's camera, I have pictures of the of my hand next to the dog prints. So I completely believe in the dog, man. And I mean, all these stories, people are lucky enough to get away from it. Maybe not the well, the OnStar incident, you said he got arrested. Yes. That night. Yes. When the cop showed up to the scene of his accident, it turned out he was over the limit. I did not read the article to see if it said how much over the limit, but. <laughs> I've never had any booze that made me hallucinate. Yeah, me either. So I just kind of dismissed that. Yeah. You know, drunk people get attacked by fucking nightmare monsters, too. Right. right. <laughs> so that's when you do half your stupid shit, like walking around in woods and stuff. That's where you with a BB gun and a pocket knife for protection <laughs> and a flashlight. Oh, and a flashlight. Now, you've told me this story a couple times now. So I just, I just want to play devil's advocate for a second. Other than the footprint. What made you think it was something unnatural? Um, like not a bear. The eyes. I've I've seen a bear at night. A lot of camping live out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Bears are pretty common up there. Right. For sure. I've never seen eyes that reflective, that bright. What color? Um, they were. They looked white. So that's not too unusual then. With how bright they were, it's it's like you were seeing bright stars and you could see them raise up off the ground. Now, to your point, though, and against mine, bear are not taller than 6'4". Not the ones yeah. around here. No, your biggest black bear will be six foot on its hind legs. Right. Six, I can even see like six and a half if it's a real freaking big one. But being able to notice that it's taller than me. But, from yeah, to like tower years. over a six foot four, you know, gentlemen, Swede like you, Nordic boy, German boy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty damn big. Yeah. And then, so just for the skeptics in the audience, uh, there is a huge disparity between a canine track and a dog or a bear track. Oh yeah. Like anybody who has spent eight minutes in the woods knows. So when you went back the next day and saw that it was a canine footprint, canine footprints are very distinct to, especially to people who have been in the woods ever. So I just want to point that out to anybody who may be skeptical. I forgot one of the most crucial details in this story. Ooh, give it to us. Okay. So 
We followed the prints for a while. You could see where they came from. It came on all fours. Once it stood up and walked probably 20 feet on its hind legs. Like you could only follow one track of prints. Hmm. And then it dropped back down. Which is not a normal thing for a canid to do. Yeah. And And I mean, yes, you can teach Fluffy to stand up for a treat. (laughs) But as far as I know, wolves or coyotes, which are the wild canids in this area, don't just walk around on two. Yeah, especially not at like seven foot tall. Right. (laughs) And I mean, they could trip on something. It was dark out there. It's a bad dog. That's not a good dog at all. He's a bad boy. We're going to call this episode not so good boy. <laughs> <laughs> scaring people like that. Damn, nature, you scare it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking the whole time. Yeah, I'm sure you were. So, yeah, I mean, pretty much what you saw wasn't a bear. It was, there was snow on the ground, right? Yeah. So even if a, bear had scared you and then a canid of some sort had come by later or earlier you still would have found bear tracks in the snow right yes yeah so i guess i can't say what it was i wasn't there but fuck me i would have ran away too i would have scooby dude the fuck out of there quicker than jet i scooby did uh there you go good job shaggy yeah <laughs> a little late but a little late but you made it i'm glad i couldn't see the smile Right? Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, what I'm going to get at is people people might seem a little skeptical because all these take place in Michigan. And why can't there be more creatures around the world like this? So, just for them people, I have Another creature that is across, it's Lake Michigan, right? Yes. So Wisconsin? Okay. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, across Lake Michigan and Wisconsin. It's called the Bre- the Beast of Bray Road. It has been, well, it has a lot of similarities to the Dogman. Most eyewitnesses call it a werewolf. Some have even said it's like a Sasquatch, which that's your neck of the woods right there. <laughs> Love me some Sam Squanch. <laughs> and others have described it as a bear hybrid or a massive prehistoric wolf. Think dire wolf. Yeah. That would be a good video to have. Have you seen that video? The black, the black wolf that attacks the dog video? Yeah. Yeah, that is actually just an Alaskan timber wolf, but they are really that big. Holy shit. Yeah, they're fucking huge. (laughs) Okay, so the beast of Bray Road is said to possess a combination of human and wolf qualities. That's not unlike the dog man. Um, Like its neighboring cryptid, the Michigan Dogman, it likes to leap at vehicles and across roads, that long jump that 
we heard in one of the stories. Uh, in this specific case, it has seen, it has been seen leaping Bray Road, which two lane road. It's a two lane country road that runs through a lot of farm town and stuff. And has scared the shit out of a lot of motorists. For sure. Yeah, that old so, thing where uh, dogs like to chase cars. The dog man definitely likes to chase cars. There are a shit ton of stories of people who talk about it as hacking their car. Yeah, and uh, the fact that it can run 50 miles an hour. Yeah, there are those reports, too, that it actually, like, paces next to the car. Pretty good at chasing cars. Yeah, it catches them, actually. Uh, Yeah, so... There's a, oh, I think it was a Monster Quest video or something. I can't remember now. But they showed, like, the damage allegedly done by a dog man to a car. It was, it fucked it up pretty good. A different friend of mine, another part of the uh, song is Scratch Marks on an Old Church Door. Um, Wexford County and Harrietta. A friend lives back where that story was told, and he says it wasn't a church, but he took me back to uh, old, I don't know what it used to be. It almost looked like an old schoolhouse, but you could see the door was scratched to shit, like way too high up. Like the whole door was just shredded eh, bear could do oh. that though yeah yeah but still i mean i just i try like i've said before i am a skeptical believer so i just i try to not attribute everything to you know like i said a bear could do that so unless there's a report of someone watching a dog man do that yeah One one story that kind of sticks out to me in the song is uh, there's a report of an old lady who had a dream that there was wolves that stood like men that circled their house at night and screamed. I think I even rhymed that. <laughs> <laughs> but then... Another one in 1937, I believe, uh, Captain, I think just north of Traverse City, which you can barely go north of Traverse City without going getting wet. Huh? <laughs> without getting wet. Oh, yeah. Because there's a big ass lake right there. Yeah. Yeah. So this captain reported that they saw or he saw five, six dogs just walking on their hind legs. He didn't describe that they were huge, but the fact that they were walking upright and I do believe that one actually made the newspapers back then. Yeah. They were a little more inclined to print such stories back in the day. 
Yeah, nowadays you go to the newspaper with I saw Sam Squanch. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna call the local guys with the bunny white coats. Yeah. The coats where you get to hug yourself. So do you have anything to add? Oh well, I mean the topic being what it is, it's a it's an extraordinarily famous one uh that came to light because so the michigan dogman story it was a thing a little bit before the song but once the song came out and it was released just as a halloween song once it came out it like this flood of people and i mean it was like immediate this flood of people started calling the radio station talking about having seen this thing now it's it's pretty natural for people to instantly visualize a werewolf when you talk about the dogman. However, the way it's described usually is not like a werewolf. So when we think of a werewolf, you think of a more humanoid type creature that's made to be bipedal. But a lot of what's described up to and including the beast of Bray Road, it's more like a dog that is just standing up. Like they even talk about it like not having shoulders really. If if you look at your dog, your dog doesn't really have shoulders like a person does. So its arms don't hang down at its side. And they describe the beast of Bray Road and the dog man a lot in that same way, where its hands are like in front of it, like like Velociraptor. But <laughs> that's the position that it takes, you know, like with its right. like when your dog stands up. But it uses or it tries to use those front hands to do stuff. So in the original Beast of Bray Road sighting and report by Linda Godfrey, there's it starts out like with a person driving down the road and they see this thing. Well, maybe this wasn't the first time it was seen, whatever. One of them, they see it like picking up roadkill with its front paws and like eating it. Right. Which is fucking that's not how a regular dog does it. No, they bring their face down to the food. <laughs> right. Face to food, not food to face. <laughs> yeah. And then people saw it like just running alongside the road and crossing the road and stuff. But here's an even creepier story. So around Elkhorn, Wisconsin, which is where the where Bray Road is, there are old Native American burial mounds. And allegedly... I wish I had the book in front of me and I don't because I could get all the names and stuff. So I'm just going to tell this from memory. I might get some details wrong. A guy was walking up there at night and he saw what he described as a dog man, like a werewolf type entity. And I can't remember what it said it, but it spoke to him. Which if a dog man is not scary enough for you, a talking dog man <laughs> sure as hell should be. So, yeah. and that's so a lot of your stories that you've told tonight, which a lot of them do come off this way. It you talk about it like it's a real creature that we just don't know, right? Yes. But there are a lot of stories that describe the same thing in a manner that that's just not damn natural. Like one that talks. Uh, people see them like just appearing in their house. 
like standing at the end of their bed and shit. That's fucking creepy. Yeah. <laughs> um, man shit. <clears throat> like the fact that they like run as fast as your ding dang car. Like that, that no regular animal can, you know, not a, a wolf or a dog. There's some fast ass dogs out there, but they're not running 55 miles an hour. No, we ain't got cheetahs in Michigan. You know, yeah, right. And even they like don't run for that long. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this thing is. It's it's a really fascinating topic. So I never actually heard the story of it talking. I thought the fucker was creepy enough smiling at people. Oh no, yeah, this one talked. <laughs> like I like I said, I wish I didn't prepare anything because you know this is a Jake driving episode, but yeah, if you get the chance. There is a book by Linda Godfrey. I highly recommend it. If you're interested in dogman stuff, Linda Godfrey is the go-to chick. If our podcast ever gets big enough, I am going to contact her and see if she'll come on and talk to us. Because she is like the... And she she just reports what people tell her. She collects reports. She, she gives them out. But she wrote a book. <coughs> well, <coughs> excuse me. She's written many. But the one that I read... It's called Monsters Among Us. She details uh, different dogman type sightings across the freaking, you know, country or world. I can't remember how far she goes. I haven't read it in a while. But they're really fascinating. And she does tell one one of the, the stories she tells is about a farmer. And so this is another one of those things where, like, you got to kind of start wondering what the fuck the dogman is. Okay. She she tells this story. She actually interacted with this farmer for quite a while, went out to his house and stuff. And he started, he saw like some roadkill or something came up missing. I can't remember how it started. But anyway, he saw a bipedal upright canine on his property. So what he does is he takes a dead deer, a roadkill deer, and he throws it in the back of his truck. He drives out to this field. And he, like, spikes the deer down to the ground so it can't be just drug off. And he sets up a trail cam. There's pictures of this in her book from the trail cam. And what you see is you'll see the deer in one picture. And, like, I, I believe it's on the left side. You see, like, this mist, right? And then in the trail cam, you see the mist go over where the deer is and like obscure it. And then you see the mist moving off to the right and the deer is gone. It's just fucking gone. And all of this takes place while current sightings of a bipedal bipedal canid are being seen in the area. What the fuck is all that shit? Like, I, I don't think dog man is a physical creature. I really don't. First off, for a canid to become bipedal just doesn't make sense evolutionarily. There's no benefit there. Like other than bipedalism doesn't serve any purpose other than like you can see further. Canids don't need to see further. They can smell, they can see, they can hear way better than we can. 
you know, canids are apex predators in their areas. They don't really need a leg up by bipedalism. It makes no sense evolutionarily. None. And then you get stories of them talking, showing up in your bedroom. A mist that eats a deer. The mist ate the deer, Jake. <laughs> that, that just, that just, not that. I, I don't not like today. it. I don't like it. It makes, it gives me bad feelings in my tummy. Okay. It's free. Sounds it's free. like Stephen King shit. Yeah, it's spooky shit. So, personally speaking, I think once you get into the dog man a little bit deeper, I, I don't know what the fuck that thing is, but I don't want to know. Well, something that I'm surprised hasn't at least been a link. I haven't heard of at least is skinwalkers. They can shape it into giant dogs. I think a lot of the reason that that's not a connected thing is so skinwalkers, despite recent popularity were traditionally relegated to the American Southwest. There are a lot of people that will claim that other American native American tribes have skinwalkers in their legends. And that shit's just not true. They just don't. Um, it's more like the Navajo, the Hopi, the Ute. They have skinwalker lore, which we are going to do an episode on skinwalkers. It is on the list. So, but just to continue my point, the dog man is seen and spoken about mostly in northern Midwestern territory, Michigan, Wisconsin. Uh, I think I've heard a little bit about southern Canada, upstate New York, Pennsylvania. I've heard one in Indiana. Yep, Indiana, Ohio. Um, but there is so there there is another type of dog man. You got you could almost categorize them. So you have like your upright walking canids, which are more like described mostly like German shepherds on their hind legs. They got like the big pointy ears and they're kind of floofy and whatever. Sometimes they have tails, sometimes they don't. Um then you have the werewolf type, which are like werewolves. Duh. So they're more <laughs> they're more humanoid, but you know, like they got regular hands. So the first kind of dog man, even their 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 forelimbs are described as being elongated paws more than hands. So it's just like a regular dog's paws, but like a little longer. Then you have the werewolf type, which have like, you know, human type hands, claws on the end, you know, things like that. There is another type that is kind of fascinating that's been seen and reported worldwide and that is the dog-headed human so think anubis anubis was a human with a dog head that's been reported in a lot of places across the world so like egypt and uh i think the bible mentions a tribe of dog-headed people um who the fuck was it? Marco Polo. He actually uh, claims to have encountered a group of dog-headed people in his travels. The explorer that we play the pool. If you don't know, when you play Marco Polo in a pool, you're actually playing a game named after a very famous explorer from the way back when the fuck ever. Um, anyway, to my point, 
there are stories, and these ones take place mostly in the American Southwest, of people seeing dog-headed people. And what I that doesn't skinwalkers don't even have that description to them. You know, like like you said, they're they transform into an animal. That's what skinwalkers do. But these are just like people with and they wear clothes. Like, I cannot remember where I heard this story, but someone claims to have been driving down the road and they saw two of these dog headed people leaning on a fence, smoking a cigarette. They were wearing like flannel shirts and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I love the look on your face. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's it's a thing. Somebody claims to have seen that. So that's like a third category of dog man that that's just buck wild. That one's just out there. So the story I told earlier about the 13 year old smoking. Dog man just wanted to hit. I mean, that could be. He was just wanting to bum a smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't tell on you if you don't tell on me. Right. Yeah, that could be a thing. Dog man says, hey, kid, you got a light? Fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's raspy. <laughs> well, I assume dog man's got a raspy voice. I don't know. <laughs> well, I hope you don't sound like Scooby. <laughs> right, kid, you got it right? <laughs> <sighs> All right, Jacob, you got anything else for us tonight, buddy? Um, That's it. All right. Uh, so that's the dog man once again uh, do us a favor get in that Facebook group um, we're going to post stuff in there from the show like pictures and shit like that um, leave us a rating and review on Apple podcast we'll shout it out on the show uh, anybody that has joined the group listened to the show follows the show we really appreciate you that's all I got for today yep I got I got a whole lot of love for the fans. Yep, a whole lot. So, that's it. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys.